New York City Council says it is joining a lawsuit against Mayor Adams over his decision to block new laws expanding access to rental assistance vouchers to more low-income residents. The council is intervening in a suit filed by the Legal Aid Society earlier this month that seeks to make more New Yorkers eligible for the CityFEPS voucher program. Adams had initially vetoed the council's legislation to broaden eligibility for the program, but the council overrode the veto, and the law went into effect in January. Councilmember Diana Ayala is the city council's deputy speaker and the head of the General Welfare Committee. She joined us now. Hey, Deputy Speaker, thanks for coming on All Things Considered. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us more about the city council's announcement this morning. What are you trying to accomplish by joining the lawsuit? Sure. I mean, I think that this is an effort, right, to show solidarity with the impacted community and also um, a reflection of how strongly we feel about this uh, package of bills that was uh, introduced and passed last session. Um, you know, it's a shame that we're here. It's, you know, it had to come to uh, litigation, but, you know, it's something that we feel really strongly um, will help uh, New Yorkers in need. Can you talk more about what the laws do and who would benefit from them? what the city and the state have is uh, called the city perhaps vouchers. Um, so the state funds a certain you know, portion of vouchers and the city uh, funds another uh, select number of vouchers. Um, the issue with the city perhaps vouchers is that the way that it is defined in the policy right now, in order for you to qualify for a voucher, you have to be physically living in shelter. So we ask for two different rule changes. We ask for one, um, that the 90-day rule be changed, which is a rule that required that you had to be in shelter for 90 days before even starting the process for um, applying for and seeing if you were eligible for a voucher. And so we had that 90, the 90-day 90 uh, rule has been abolished now. So it's actually one of the only things that we agreed on with the administration. And then secondly, uh, we would change the eligibility criteria for the voucher. So what that would do is that it would allow a, an individual, um, such as myself, many years ago I went through a similar process with, with a similar program, right? I was facing eviction. Um, I had rental arrears. I went to Bronx Works in the, in, the, in the Bronx, and they helped me apply for what was then the Jiggets program, which is a different rendition of what the city fest is now. You know, I had to qualify. I was on public assistance. I had minor children. Um, and so because I met the eligibility, eligibility requirement, they were able to help me pay my arrears, and they were able to help me subsidize my rent. Um, that allowed me the stability that I needed, right, to be able to go to school, become self-sufficient. And I think that, you know, I'm a prime example of how, you know, well these programs uh, work and, you know, that they're not intended to be uh, in perpetuity, but rather a stepping stone to allow uh, families an opportunity to stabilize. Now, the mayor says the expansion would cost billions and the city just doesn't have the money to pay for the expansion. So if that is the case, where is the money going to come from? Well, I mean, we feel that, first of all, that, you know, I, I think that that's why we're in litigation now is that there's a disagreement on, in terms of what the actual cost would be. You know, uh, the city council's estimates and the IBO's estimates are significantly lower than the administration's um, estimates. Um, but, you know, when you consider that any, you know, that, that those individuals that would qualify even shelter, if we were able to help keep them housed in the apartment that they already had, that is already saving the city money. Because if we had to house that person in temporary shelter, we would be paying three times the amount of the rent, you know, to house them in, in you know, in conditions that are not ideal. Another argument that the city uh, is making, or rather City Hall is making, is that the authority on this uh, is an area reserved by the state. Are they wrong on that? 
Um, we believe that they are. We have actually successfully uh, introduced and passed legislation to make changes to the City for Hubs program um, in the past, so we don't believe that that will hold. Now, the city council already has a bit of a strained relationship with the mayor right now. Why couldn't the council and the mayor come to a compromise rather than take this dispute to court? Does it make that relationship worse with the mayor? I mean, I don't think that anything can make it worse, <laughs> but I think that, um, you know, there were offers on the table to uh, make a, a small number of vouchers available, but, but to the groups that they um, specifically designated, right? So the um, the conversations were along the lines of adding an additional, I think, 2,000 vouchers in total for victims of domestic violence and, you know, young women uh, with children who may not have ever held a lease. What we what we were saying is that's great. Like we don't have an objection to that, but that doesn't go far enough because it does not avoid, you know, people continuing to enter the shelter system at a time where we're facing, you know, a huge uh, housing crisis and we're seeing the most people in, you know, in, in temporary shelter than we've ever seen in this in the history, you know, of, of New York City. So, um, I think, you know, that there was, you know, there, there have been, you know, many conversations, but we couldn't agree on that point. Diana Ayala is the Deputy Speaker of the New York City Council. Thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you.